Exploremore presents a reading from Strangers Like Angels with a devil or two to boot by Alec and Jan Foreman. Introducing Nigel and Helen, narrating themselves. Chapter 19. The Mystery Unfolds. 30th of July to the 2nd of August, 1977. Austria. I reckon we should see if we can find somewhere free to park tonight. Why is that? I asked as I sealed the envelope closed on the final letter written that afternoon. Well, who knows when the parcel will actually arrive, and we don't want to keep forking out money at the city campsite if we don't need to. As luck would have it, we discovered a deserted car park of an abandoned restaurant in the Vienna woods. That same evening, we went to a wine fest at the nearby village of Grinzing, where we enjoyed a glass of red wine whilst listening to umpa accordion music and the locals' banter. We slept very well that Saturday night in the dark forest. Good morning, called a young man in jogging gear who was sitting on the perimeter wall of the car park. Oh, hello, replied a bleary-eyed Alec as he was climbing out of the Land River at 7.30 the next morning, desperate for a pee. So what brings you to Vienna? You look like you've been on safari. Well, yes, we've driven across the Sahara a couple of times, but now we're travelling through Europe before going on to India. Really? Had any trouble with the Land Rover? Not a lot, just a few punctures, snapped the speedo cable, and broken leaf springs, an age-old problem with Land Rovers. Any trouble getting spare parts? inquired the inquisitive Englishman. Well, I stocked up with all the small stuff, seals, air and oil filters, puncture repair kits, etc., before we left England. Then I've had to rely on what we can buy locally for bigger items. At least this vehicle is well used in Africa, so you can buy spare parts. Oh, that's true. By the way, my name's Nigel. Oh, right. Good to meet you. I'm Alec, and this is my wife, Jan. Alec introduced me as I clambered out of the Land Rover, wondering who was outside. Well, I'd better get back home, as my wife Helen will be wondering where I am. She'll be surprised that I'm even out on a run, as it's not my passion. I just woke up early this morning and felt like going for a run in the woods before breakfast. I tell you what, would you both like to come to our home tomorrow evening for a meal and meet the family? Well, that's real kind of you, but we're hoping to be off to Hungary first thing, providing our parcelers arrived at the post office. Yes, my dad ordered and sent out two charcoal cartridges for our drinking water filter. We can't leave for India without them. Oh, well, I'll, I'll jot down my address and phone number, and you can just turn up around five o'clock if you're still here. Thanks, I said as I fished out a pen and notebook for him to scribble down his contact details. Bye, have a nice day, I called after the friendly guy as he ran off down the track. Bet you're dying for a cuppa, I offered Alec when he returned, having relieved himself behind a tree. 
I would have made one earlier had I known that chap was going to be gassing for so long. Yes, I wonder what he's doing living in Austria. Maybe we'll find out if the parcel doesn't turn up tomorrow. It was an overcast morning, so we visited the technical museum for a couple of hours. At lunchtime, the grey clouds burst and heavy rain fell as thunder rolled around the hills. Despite the wet weather, we ventured to the Lenzer Tiergarten, 6,000 acres of old royal hunting grounds with 15 miles of high stone walls around its perimeter. There was space to run and grazing land for many deer, horses and wild pigs. Early Monday morning, the heavens opened again. Rain pelted down onto the roof of our Land Rover and the chilly air made us quick to wash and dress. The interior soon warmed up from the cooker as I prepared scrambled eggs on toast and a pot of tea for breakfast. We ate slowly as we read novels, hoping the rain would stop. It didn't, so Alec eventually braved the storm and went outside to change the engine oil. Afterwards, we drove into the city to the post office. No parcel. The situation was extremely tedious and frustrating. Let's go and see where we can buy replacement oil filters. Plus, the water pump is erratic, so we could do with a new one. It rained and it rained. We didn't stop for lunch, but snacked on biscuits as we continued our search for the spare parts. Bought an electric pump for our drinking water at a camping store. Then we headed back to the post office, but still no parcel. By now, we were both pretty peeved. And for want of something better to do, we decided to contact Nigel and tell him we would be arriving for supper. Finding a public telephone box, I dialed the number and Helen answered. Well, she was pretty friendly and even offered for us to stay the night too, I shared with Alec. I gave directions from a Vienna city map and he drove us to their home. Welcome, Helen greeted us as she opened the door. Her bubbly hair framed her fresh face and twinkling eyes. She was as short as we were tall. Two red-haired youngsters peeped around the sides of her full skirt before they scuttled off down the hallway. I'm Helen. So pleased to meet you. Oh, and that was Ross and Alexandra, our two treasures. Do come in out of the rain. What a desperate day. You must be glad to be in the dry, she said as she took our jackets to hang on the metal hooks in the hallway. Here, you can stay in our bedroom as Nigel and I will take the front room. Are you sure? I asked, surprised that this young woman was ready to let strangers use their master bedroom. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No problem. In fact, it's a whole lot easier for us in the morning when the children are up and about. You might even get a lie in. Here are some towels and you're welcome to take a bath. There's lots of hot water. I don't know if she said that because we smelt, which we probably did, or because we'd come in from the cold. No matter, I took up the offer and soaked myself in a luxurious hot bubble bath. The first bath in six months. Wow, it beat the briskness of a shower. Heaven, I dressed and joined everyone in the front room, only to find that Nigel had returned from work. Greetings were made again as Helen announced that dinner was ready. All seated around the table, we politely kept our hands in our laps as we waited for the chance to serve ourselves from the laden dishes 
of roast lamb, potatoes, carrots and green beans. Let's give thanks to the Lord for our meal. Nigel said to the fidgety children, who calmed down and put their palms together in a prayer-like manner. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day, and especially for our visitors. We pray you will bless our time together, and we thank you for this good food, prepared by my wonderful wife. Amen. Amen. We mumbled, whilst Ross and Alexandra shouted, Amen! Amen! and raised their plates ready for Mum to serve them first. Hungry scamps, exclaimed Helen, raising her eyebrows and smiling. Do help yourselves to mint sauce and gravy, she said as she served us next. Care for a glass of wine, offered Nigel. We passed our glasses for Nigel to fill, and we all settled down to enjoy the delicious meal. We were soon deep in conversation, us sharing stories from our journey, and them telling us about their work with the church organisation. Helen even told us how she became a Christian. How bizarre it was to find ourselves with missionaries again. Maybe they could explain what that Bible was all about. The next morning, the rain had stopped, and Alec and Nigel went into the city to search for the parcel. As it still hadn't been delivered to the post office, they visited the South Station Customs Office, and discovered no record of its arrival. Alec was given free use of their phone to call my dad to ask if the filters had been sent for sure, and he confirmed that they had. So, what would you like to do, or where would you like to go? asked Helen as she and I cleared the breakfast table. Oh, I'm happy just to be here and chat with you, I replied, so pleased to converse with an English girlfriend. We talked about many things, including Christianity. I told her about our time with the Osbournes in Joss and showed her the Bible they had given to us. Earlier that morning, Alec had retrieved it from behind the panel in the Land Rover. We enjoyed a milky coffee for Elevenses and had a good chin wag. Ross and Alexandra kept busy drawing with wax crayons on big sheets of white paper. Their subject was the gigantic safari machine that we had arrived in. They drew it in the desert. Alexandra's had a big yellow sun in one corner and Ross drew a scary lion about to pounce on the Land Rover. Alec and Nigel returned for lunch. Bread, salami, cheese, stewed plums and custard. Ross and Alexandra then went to bed for an hour's rest, reading and napping, whilst Helen's language helper arrived and Nigel left for his office. So Alec and I went out for a walk in the warm sunshine to a local park. A few ducks and a black swan skimmed across the calm waters of a large pond. A red squirrel ran up a tree as we sat on the bench beneath. Bees buzzed in and around the purple lavender blossoms and white cabbage butterflies fluttered from flower to flower. The heady smell of freshly mown grass hung in the air. So what do you think? What do I think about what? This Christianity. Oh, why? What do you think? I asked you first. Well, it's odd how we've met this young family and discovered that they really believe too. Yes, I always thought that the church was just for the milestones in your life. You know, birth, weddings and funerals. It seems Jesus isn't just for children, like when we went to Sunday school. It's strange to hear Helen share how Jesus is real and meaningful in her life today. 
Yes, she and Nigel talk of Jesus like he's a personal friend, just like Mary and Phil did. Alec took my hand as we stood up and mulled over those thoughts as we strolled back to our host's abode. We arrived at their flat to find that Heidi, the Austrian language helper, was leaving and Helen had planned to take Ross and Alexandra to the playground. I grabbed the chance for another soothing bubble bath, whilst Alec relaxed in a comfy armchair to read one of their many books. The quietness vanished the instant the family returned. Everyone's attention was on Nigel, who was groaning and flinching in serious pain. Before he left work, he had accidentally trapped his left thumb when closing the heavy safe door. Ouch! Nigel lay down on the sofa. I gave him strong painkiller tablets and gently wrapped a tea cloth with crushed ice within its folds around his elevated pulsing thumb. As it was, we were due to accompany Nigel and Helen to their boss's home for a barbecue that evening. A student called Mike turned up to babysit and the four of us left, taking a salad and dessert to share at the potluck. Nigel put on a brave face all evening, whilst we had fun and enjoyed the gathering along with two other invited couples. We left early at 9.30 as Nigel was then looking and feeling decidedly rough being in significant pain from his unfortunate mishap. Before bedtime, Helen made a hot chocolate drink for each of us, then took the opportunity to explain further about Christianity. She gave us a booklet that contained Bible verses and God's plan of salvation. Nigel encouraged us to consider becoming committed Christians. We now realise that being a Christian was more than just a name or the way you have been brought up within your own family. The entire time they talked, I shook like a leaf inside as this topic stirred up my emotions. I felt uneasy but excited, as if about to leap off a high diving board, not knowing if there was water below to cushion my fall and keep me buoyant. When Alec and I eventually went to bed, we held each other tight and decided that the next day we would pray to God for forgiveness. A calmness and peace enveloped us and we drifted off to sleep. Total distance driven, 19,546 miles. You've been listening to a reading from Strangers Like Angels with a Devil or Two to Boot by Alec and Jan Foreman, presented by Explore More. Explore More is an adventure lifestyle brand founded on the 1977 travel stories of Alec and Jan Foreman with a passion to inspire people to explore more of the world, engage with others and embrace global cultures to ensure a greater understanding for each other and enable positive progression. Discover great products and more on exploremore.com. That's E-X-P-L-M-O-R-E dot com.